and welcome to another Kangaroo English Daily Digest. My name is Christian and today is Thursday, the best day of the week. <laughs> today I am going to answer a question that is probably the question that I get asked the most every single day. How do I overcome my fear of speaking? How can I stop being afraid to use my English in a conversation? How can I stop this feeling of nervousness, shaking, sweating, and my mouth doesn't work properly, and all of these things? And as with most things in life, it has a, a really simple solution. But before we talk about the solution, let's do a little diagnostic test, okay? Let's do a little exam because I want my answer to be based in science, not some theory that I've invented or some stories I have about some students that I taught. No, let's, let's look at this problem from a from a critical perspective, okay? So I'm gonna ask you some questions. First question, and you decide if you agree or disagree with, with this statement. Okay, ready? So, when people laugh around me, I get suspicious. Agree or disagree? I avoid displaying myself in public because I fear that people will become aware of my insecurity and make fun of me. Agree or disagree? When strangers laugh in my presence, I feel like it relates to me personally. Agree or disagree? When others make jokes about me, I feel paralyzed. Agree or disagree? I believe that I involuntarily make a funny impression on other people. When I have made an embarrassing mistake, I avoid that place from then on. Two more questions. If I did not fear making a fool of myself, I would speak much more in public. And finally, it takes me a very long time to recover when people laugh at me. Now, I know, I know from, from the emails that I receive, from the messages I receive, from the comments I receive, I know that for a lot of people, the answer to this question is yes. I agree, that, that describes me, that's me. And to those people, I want to say that congratulations, because I have just diagnosed you with a clinical disorder. Okay, so these questions come from a clinical questionnaire called the Geloff 15. And if you agree with most of these questions, then you suffer from a clinical condition called gelotophobia. And so we know that it's a phobia. You're afraid of something. What are you afraid of? 
You're afraid of people laughing at you, and it's actually a very common phobia. Nobody likes it when people laugh at them. Now, what is the cure for galotophobia? If you went to a psychologist or a psychiatrist or some type of other therapist, what would they do to help you? Well,、um, in good clinical practice, there are two recommended therapies for galotophobia. Okay, the first one is called systematic desensitization, and basically, what the Your 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 therapist or your psychologist. What they do is they expose you. They expose you slowly to the experience of people laughing at you. So slowly over time, you become desensitized to people laughing at you.、Right? But there is a, the second technique is more effective, and it's called flooding. And that's when you are suddenly and abruptly exposed to a huge amount of people laughing at you. It's overwhelming. It's it's it's、uh, traumatic. But this is the cure for this clinical condition. And so, the answer to the question: How can you? Get over your fear of speaking, which essentially is how can you get over your fear of pe- of people laughing at you? The answer is you have to have people laugh at you a lot, and that's not that's not my opinion. That's what the clinical science tells us is the cure. Okay, now that's one reason why I am so upset about this. Trend this obsession with workbooks. Okay, now some people think that when I I tell students to throw away their workbooks, that I'm being cute, right? That I'm I'm saying, haha, look at Christian. He's telling us not to study. That's stupid, because learning a language is really hard.、Um, you have to study. You have to be in the book, doing this, right? But if you if you watch any of my videos, you know that that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that this is not effective because it does not prepare you for the real world. Actually, this is a fantastic place for you to hide. In a workbook, you don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to understand anybody. No one's going to laugh at you. You think this is difficult? This is the easy part of learning a language. So, when I tell you to throw away your workbook, I'm actually making your life much more difficult, because going into a conversation with all of the things that are really difficult about a conversation, like people laughing at you when you make a mistake, like. Unpredictable changes in in the topic, like a noisy environment, all of those things can make conversation the the most difficult thing that you can do in language. But 
the cure for your problem is not more study. Okay? If you go to a clinical psychologist with galotophobia, they won't tell you, well, go and, 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 and study some more and then you'll be ready one day. No. They say, I'm going to take you and I'm going to have 50 people laugh at you and then you'll be cured. And that's what you need to do. Throw yourself into these situations all the time. Again and again and again and again. Now, two more things I want to say. Now, we need a role model, okay? We need a role model to follow because it's not easy for people to laugh at you, okay? And I want your role model to be the clown. Now, why the clown? So let's think about why a clown is funny. Now, a clown is funny because he makes a lot of mistakes. He makes the kind of mistakes that a children should make. You know, a clown tries to juggle the balls and they drop the balls. A, a clown tries to drive a car and smashes the car. A clown tries to play the musical instrument and it goes... Okay. They are funny because they make a lot of mistakes. But think about this. If you were watching a clown and a clown made mistakes, played the instrument badly, dropped all the balls when they're juggling, had the car accident. Imagine if the clown suddenly was embarrassed. Imagine if the clown was paralyzed. That wouldn't be funny at all. That wouldn't be funny for the audience. The clown is funny because he doesn't care if people laugh at him. In fact, the clown fails with joy. I want that to be your motto, okay? I want you to fail with joy. So next time you go into a conversation, you can put on that imaginary red nose and take pleasure in your mistakes because that makes you happy and it makes other people happy, just like the clown. Now, one final thing about making mistakes, because a lot of people don't realize the power of making mistakes. And recently I spoke to Remy Van Trepp, who is head of the language research unit at the Sony Computer Sciences Laboratories in Paris. And what he does is he creates inside a computer, he creates virtual students, okay, who are using language. They're learning language, these virtual students. And these virtual students have interactions, okay? And of course, just like real students, these virtual students, they, they fail. They have failures. Now, listen to what he says about the importance of this failure. Failure is the key to their learning, is when they fail, they will, they will try to make uh, an adaptation to their knowledge in a way that they can increase their success for the next uh, interaction. Now, our agents, because they're virtual, they, they have to do what I say. 
they will never give up, right? They will only give up if I shut down the computer, but uh, they don't get demotivated. That's a big difference with humans. Humans might get demotivated when they fail, but the failure is a key part of the process. There are two really important things I want you to remember from what he said. The first thing is that they never give up. If you give up, you're guaranteed not to succeed. And the second thing that he says is that failure is an important part of the process. Not, you know, um, something that happens, not a byproduct, not something that, you know, maybe happens, maybe doesn't. Failure is an important part of the process. So fail with joy, fail often, and throw yourself into situations that make you uncomfortable. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Digest. My name is Christian and I'll see you in class. It's time to stop studying.